Good morning. You're in for a treat this morning. Uh, John is uh, preaching this morning over at Grace Harvest. I think there's about five or six ministers that are switching congregations this morning to bring the lesson. And we're honored to have Ed Benson and his wife, uh, Joe Beth, uh, from Capitan. And uh, Ed is uh, the uh, pastor at the uh, Christ Community Fellowship. And he's been there since uh, 1998. And some of you will remember that he brought a lesson last fall to us. And it's very good. Uh, they have two children and four grandchildren, so they fit in with some of us older folks pretty well. Uh, he also serves on the uh, school board at Capitan and serves as the secretary for the Lincoln County Ministerial uh, Alliance, and that's uh, an important group of the pastors here and from Capitan that uh, put together some programs that really help people, different people in town that need the help. And it gives them a chance to to work together and know each other well. Uh, he's also uh, working with us uh, in his uh, congregation on the Mountain Family Fellowship uh, that's coming up. As Wyatt said, 12 days, 12 days, everybody. So get ready. Anyway, Ed, we welcome you and, and look forward to your lesson this morning. Amen. We're going to. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Um, it's been a while since I've been here. It seems like a long, lot longer than just uh, not quite a year, but... Uh, I'm glad to be back. I want to thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the uh, the chance to uh, to be with you. I look out and I see a lot of faces that I recognize, a lot of people that I know, and I'm just uh, it's exciting to be a part of what God is doing in Lincoln County. Um, and you think you've seen part of it, you haven't seen nothing yet, because God's not through with us yet. He's just beginning, and there's lots of things God's about to do. First thing I want to do is uh, apologize uh, for what I'm going to say today. If I offend anybody, I'm sorry. Um, I, I know John, have known John for many years. I knew Jimmy when he was here. Spent a lot of time in prayer with him, but I really don't know the doctrines and the, the teachings of the Church of Christ. I grew up out of a Baptist background, and then I went to a crazy-matic church over in Capitan, and so, you know, you never know what's going to come out of my mouth. But I, if I offend you, I apologize, but I don't think I will. Uh, we'll just, uh, I do respect our differences. I think that's good. And I think that uh, we all need to uh, learn together and grow together in what God has for us together. I planned a lesson that was totally different than what I've got for you today. And uh, had it all worked out. I mean, I had all the notes. I had all the study done and everything on it. And then God changed my mind. Uh, Friday night, I had a dream, and uh, in that dream, I was here. 
I was standing right here. And I, as we worshiped together, as we prayed together, as we talked together, the Spirit of God came upon this place, and, and it was just like God showed up. And I said, whoa. And the rest of the night, every time I'd wake up, I would, I would remember this. And God kept bringing this to my mind. So I had to put that other message that I had prepared, that other lesson that I had, put it on the shelf and bring to you what God has for me today. Now, before you turn off the microphone and run me out of here, please, please hang on. I am going to speak from Acts chapter 2. But I'm only going to go the first verse. So we won't go past Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Let's stay with Acts chapter 2, verse 1, and see what God has for us today. Uh, I got, got a confirmation of that with the, the songs that we sang today, the, the scripture reading. I didn't get the scripture reading ahead of time, so apologize for that. But uh, it does go with what God gave me last week. Acts chapter 2, verse 1, out of the New Living Translation, on the day of Pentecost, seven weeks after Jesus' resurrection, the believers were meeting together in one place. Now, the New Living Translation is a good translation. I use it a whole lot. But if you are familiar with the verse, there's something missing out of that translation. So we have to go back to the New King James and see what the New King James says. Acts chapter 2, verse 1, out of the New King James says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. The new living leaves out the one accord part. And that's where I want us to go today. One accord. One accord. Now, before we get there, let's do a little history here. Does anybody know what happened on the first Pentecost? One, two, very few, very few know what happened on the first, very first Pentecost was at Mount Sinai. After Passover, the children of Israel came out of Egypt. They crossed the Red Sea. They got to Mount Sinai, and God came down out of heaven to talk to the people. That was the first Pentecost. Now, here we are in Acts chapter 2. The people were together in one accord and God came down out of heaven and talked to the people. Folks, we need to understand that. We need to begin to understand what it takes to get God to come down and visit us. Now, we all know that God's with us. The word says we're two or more gathered together in my name. I am there in their midst. We know that. But this is a special, a different kind of God coming down. And I really believe that we're on the verge of that. We may see it right here. I believe we're going to see it on July the 12th or 13th or 14th, or maybe all three days. You see, in Acts chapter 2, there were 120 people gathered together in one place. Now, there's a few more than 120 here. What if we all got together in one accord on one thought? God would show up. What's going to happen when God shows up? I don't know. That's the good thing about it. We don't know what's going to happen. We can read what happened in Acts, 
But we don't know what's going to happen in 2013 when God shows up. People, I, I cry out to you. One of the things about Mountain Family Fellowship, and I, I applaud your elders here for, for making it happen, for, for praying and seeing that it can happen, that different congregations with different ideas and different philosophies can come together in one accord and be the church. We want to be the church in Lincoln County. We want to be a place where God can come down and touch us and change us and make us what he wants us to be. I believe with all my heart Mountain Family Fellowship is that. Look at what happened last year. We were right on the edge of starting Mountain Family Fellowship last year and the fire came. Satan didn't like it. Satan was upset. He didn't like a bunch of Christians getting together in one accord. Guess what? He's not going to like it again this year. Something's going to happen in your schedule to try and keep you away from Mountain Family Fellowship. Something's going to happen to draw you away. Don't let that happen, folks. We've got to come together in one accord. And I believe that with all my heart this is part of what's happening. God is bringing, calling us to come together. Your elders have agreed, let's do this. Other congregations have agreed, let's do this. And as we come together in one accord, God will come down and do something that we don't expect. And that's exactly what we're praying for. Now, many of you who have been in church for very long, and I've been in church, I, was, I grew up in church. I, was, uh, I had Baptist on my diaper when I was in, and uh, I was in Sunday school as a babe, like the baby we dedicated here this morning, uh, just at the very beginning, and I was in church every Sunday. But I've looked and watched religious people throughout the years, and when I left uh, Texas and I came to, to work at Lone Tree, I saw a lot of different religious people. And I say religious people because there's a lot of people in the world that call themselves religious and call themselves Christians that are not true Christians. They're religious people. And they are some of the ugliest, meanest. They, they can fight over anything. They'll fight over the color of the carpet. True Christian lays his life down for his brother. So what I'm asking you to do is let's get beyond the color of the carpet. Let's get beyond everything else. Let's bring it down to a nutshell and see what we can do, how we can all come together. Everybody in this room ought to be in one accord about one thing, God. God the Father, he was in creation. He created the earth. In Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was empty and formless mass and cloaked in darkness, and the Spirit of God was hovering in its surface. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw that it was good. God is one thing we can all agree on. He is King of kings and Lord of lords. He is our King Almighty God. In Exodus, he gave us the Ten Commandments. What's the first commandment? Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love God. Y'all shall have no other gods before me. Love God. 
we, we can all come into agreement about God. Let's see if there's another one that we can come into agreement about. What about Jesus? We all come into agreement that Jesus is the Son of God. He is His only begotten Son. Jesus came to earth as a human and lived on earth. We can agree about that. What about sin? There is sin in the world. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Separated from God because we what? We missed the mark. When I came to Lone Tree, one of the first things I taught was, was bows and arrows. And that was the lesson we taught in bow, bow and arrow at camp. If you miss the mark, that's sin. What's the mark? It's the very, very center of the target. And we can't hit it because we're not good enough. And that's sin. That separates us from God because God is all loving, all perfect. So we're separated from God by what? Sin. So we can all agree on God. We can all agree on Jesus. We can all agree on sin separating us from God. Jesus paid the price for our sin. He is our redeemer. He's the propitiation of one of the great big words that preachers use. Propitiation for our sin. He is the restorer of us to the Father. Jesus paid the price so that we can have a relationship with the Father. We can all agree on that, right? Everybody agrees on God. Everybody agrees on Jesus. Everybody agrees on sin. Everybody agrees on that Jesus paid the price for our sin. Guess what? He's coming again. We sang the song. He's coming again. We're looking forward to the great hope of Jesus coming one more time to get his bride, to bring his church together, to be with him. Now, folks, there's a lot of stuff in the scriptures that adds to that and goes around that that we can fight over, we can disagree over. Some of you don't like orange. I happen to like orange. Some of you don't like green. I happen to like green. All kinds of different things we can disagree on, but we can agree on God. We can agree on Jesus. We can agree on sin. We can agree on, on restoration from sin, and we can agree that Jesus is coming again. Folks, if we focus on those things and set aside the others, then we come into one accord. You see what God is asking us to do? He's asking us to set aside those things that are different. And it's okay to be different. I mean, Wyatt wouldn't look good if he were bald like me. Although someday he may be. <laughs> But we set aside those things, those agendas, those plans that we have for what we want. You know, what I want is not what God wants for me. And I have to set aside what I want so that what God wants comes to fruition. You see, it's more important what God wants than what Ed wants. Ed would like to have a great big congregation, a great big church in Capitan, doing all kinds of wonderful things. Ed's got great dreams in Capitan. But that's not what God wants. God wants us to be simple and small and together as a family. But what I want, I have to set aside for the church of God to be seen in Lincoln County. 
folks, as we come together in one accord, when we set aside our differences and we focus on the basics. Now, I left out a lot of stuff. Yes, I did. There's a whole lot of stuff I left out that we could come into agreement on. But all those things, and I purposefully left some of them out because God wants us to focus on the very, very truth, the very simple truth. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. You see, that's the simple truth. The simplicity of the gospel that children can understand and children are learning back here today. That's the simplicity of where we've got to go. We've got to get rid of all this periphery of stuff and come back to the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come back to the simplicity of loving one another. Come back to the simplicity of God is love. God is the answer. Our world's falling apart around us. Continuing to fall apart even today. But the simplicity of the answer is Jesus Christ. It's not to fix the government. It's not to fix anything else. It's to turn back to Jesus Christ. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. Are you lifting up Jesus? How are you lifting him up? Just because your car's in the parking lot doesn't mean that you're lifting up Jesus properly. Oh, but pastor, I... Preacher, I go to church every Sunday. I go to church every Sunday night. I go to church every Wednesday night. I've been there, done that, folks. It doesn't count. That doesn't get you anywhere. Do you love your brother and lay down your life for your brother? Folks, that's what Jesus came to do. He laid down his life for us. He gave up his Godship. He took off the cloak of being God and laid it aside so that he could come and suffer for you and me. So that he could pay the price for your sin and mine. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I ask you this today. For the next several weeks as we approach the 12 days. We've got 12 days to get it all together, folks. One of the things that I heard, and I was at the uh, Lincoln County Prayer Breakfast. Many of you were too. I didn't get to hear the speaker because I was tied up back in the back. But uh, I heard that the speaker made a, a prophecy. And that prophecy was that before 70 days is up, something great is going to happen in the churches in Lincoln County. Now, I'm paraphrasing, that's what I heard. I truly believe that. I like to study prophecy. I like to look into prophecy. I like to see it come true. Do you realize when 70 days is? Anybody here know when 70 days is from the day of National Day of Prayer? Mountain Family Fellowship. I've got it in my spirit. The Lord has put it in my spirit. This is a great thing. 
Mountain Family Fellowship, when we heard about it last year, when we were invited to be a part of it last year, I said, oh, I mean, my spirit just, just jumped. I, I, you know, I just I recognized something's happening here. This is something big. And then we had to fight the fire and the smoke and the tragedy that came with that. Then when I heard again this year, Mountain Family Fellowship, let's do it again. Let's do it, let's do it the way we wanted to last year. Again, my spirit leaped within me. And I said, please, God, let it be. Folks, you need to begin to pray today and every day from now until then for God's protection. Because Satan wants nothing less than to destroy Mountain Family Fellowship this year. He will do everything he can to destroy it. Guess who can protect it, God? So you need to be praying today for God's protection over Mountain Family Fellowship. You need to be asking God, what what part does he want you to play? What part are you in Mountain Family Fellowship? I see a lot of you here that I know. I see a lot more of you that I hope to get to know during Mountain Family Fellowship. I want to get to know you better. I want to find out about your story. I want to hear your story. Because that makes us family. Just like the family that we had up here, we're all family. Even in Capitan, we're part of the family. Praise God. You see, God has a part for you to play in Mountain Family Fellowship. Begin to ask him now what that part is. And I challenge you again. What is one accord? Are you willing to lay aside your differences, your agenda, your plans to come together in one accord? with the family of God. When we do, God will show up. I don't know how many of you in here know Charles Clary over J. Bar J. He's a great guy. Charles has got a saying that says, when daddy shows up, things change. And he used it in terms of when he was a kid growing up, and his daddy would go off on a trip, and his mom would say, when your daddy shows up, things are going to change. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> I remember them well because uh, my dad used to travel, and my mom would say, when your daddy shows up, things are going to change. But think about it just a little bit. When God the Father shows up, things are going to change. Things are going to change. Now, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know if we were to get in one accord in one place and have 400 people in Lincoln County. I like to dream. I like to dream about what God would do. I like to dream about what what it would be like if we were in that auditorium out there at the campground singing together and lifting our hands together and just praising God together and all of a sudden it became shake. 
The floor began to shake, but it didn't break. The walls began to shake, but they didn't fall. And God showed up. What would happen? What would happen? Would we be scared? Sure. But after the fear melted away, what would God do to change us forever? You see, we're dealing here with the church, the bride of Christ, whom he's coming to get soon. He's going to come get us real soon. What would God do when he shows up? I don't know about you, but I plan to be there. <laughs> I plan to be there on the front row, ready to go. Because I'm excited about what God's going to do. I'm not afraid of this world. I'm not afraid of this government. I'm not afraid of the United States falling apart. I'm not afraid of all the different things that this world throws at us. I'm more excited about what God's going to do when he shows up. And that's what I prayed for the rest of the night after that dream came to me. And I stood here and we prayed and we praised and we sang and God showed up. The rest of the night, every time I woke up, come Holy Spirit, come. Come Lord Jesus, come. Come quickly Lord Jesus. Do what you want to do in Lincoln County. And all night last night, that same prayer was on my lips. God, come and do what you want to do with us, your people, your children, your chosen generation. I don't know about you, but it excites me. I get excited anticipating what God will do when he shows up. But in order for him to show up, first of all, we've got to come together in one accord. One accord. Lord, I pray today come Lord Jesus. Even so, come quickly Lord Jesus. Lord, we want to see you manifest yourself in Lincoln County. Lord, I believe that you have revealed that you are coming. To encourage us, to strengthen us, to build us up for whatever is ahead of us. Oh God, bring us into one accord so that you can manifest your presence so that your kingdom will grow. Your kingdom will grow in Lincoln County to be all that you want it to be. And Lord, as the pastors of Lincoln County have prayed for many, many years, let your light shine on this mountain. 
Let your light be the, the drawing influence to this community. Lord, we pray that the end of the mountain gods would pale in comparison to who you are and what your, your light shines in Lincoln County. The racetrack would pale in comparison to the draw that you are in Lincoln County. Lord, for your kingdom to be revealed in Lincoln County, bring us together in one accord. And Father, personally, I lay down my agenda. I have no plan. I have no desire beyond what you desire. Your kingdom come. Your will be done in Lincoln County as it is in heaven. In the precious and holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You reign on high. Every mountain stream, every sun.